I'd like to to share with you tonight some words our Lord gave me this November. He gave me two messages for our community. So tonight I'm just going to focus on the second one. And next week, Father and I will focus on the first one. But I'd like to begin by an example that Father Ron and I lived this week that really showed us the power of what our Lord continues to tell us. A young priest that Father Ron and I know and have been ministering to, who has been working hard to live the simple path to union with God, called me Monday morning to share an experience he was living and to get some feedback on how to live it better through the simple path. So after five minutes of a conversation, it got interrupted and this priest had to leave. So then he attempts again in the afternoon. He calls me a second time. Father Ron and I already had offered mass for him and were praying for him. So in the second attempt to speak, after five minutes, again, the conversation gets interrupted and Father has to leave. So then he calls me back at night. Now, this is the third time. <laughs> after the third time, again, it didn't work out for us to speak. So he said, Lourdes, can I call you Tuesday morning? <laughs> I go, sure, Father. So at that time, I realized the Lord has a different plan. It's not about anything that I have to say to this priest. I felt that what the Lord wanted was prayer. So I went before the Blessed Sacrament, and I felt called to pray the sorrowful mysteries. And I began to pray with this intensity in my heart, but united to our community, to all of love crucified. As I prayed each Hail Mary, I thought of every single mother and missionary of the cross in our community. I united the sufferings of each of you that I know about, those that have been in a long suffering, I specifically placed you in that rosary as one with the prayers of our Blessed Mother for this one priest, a legionary of Christ. The next morning, at 8 in the morning, he calls, and this is what he tells me. Lourdes, I had the most beautiful experience in prayer yesterday. I found myself at the foot of the cross before Jesus crucified. And next to me was our Blessed Mother embracing me. I felt as if I was St. John. And our Blessed Mother was consoling me. And I began to unite all my suffering 
in Christ crucified, seeing my suffering in him. And as I began to do that, all of a sudden, all my anxiety, all the confusion and darkness that I was feeling interiorly began to dissipate. And I began to be able to see clearly the situation I was suffering. And I thought to myself, wow, the power of the hidden force. You see, it was nothing to do with words. It was the power of love crucified. So this is a beautiful example of what the Lord revealed to me on November 3rd of this month. First, as I prayed, I felt the Lord ask me to open my Bible and to read Revelations chapter 8. So I opened my Bible, and I'm not going to read the whole chapter, but I'm only going to read to you verse 1 through 5, because it's at the heart of what the Lord then spoke. When the Lamb opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God and seven trumpets were given to them. Another angel with a golden censer came and stood at the altar. He was given a great quantity of incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar that is before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel. Then the angel took the censer and filled it with fire from the altar and threw it on the earth. And there were peals of thunder, rumblings, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. Then our Lord spoke in my heart, and this is what he said. My little one, much will have to take place on earth before the establishment of my Eucharistic reign. You, meaning plural, are my saints of the end times, united as one with the holy saints in heaven. Because my saints on earth are united to my sacrifice of love, 
in your abandonment to suffer with me, your prayers are powerful before the throne of Abba. Know, my little one, that your prayers are continuously before the throne of our Father as pure incense. He delights in your prayers and he hears the cry of the poor. The poor are not only the poor of body, but also the poor of spirit. Those who have died to themselves so that I can live in them and through them. Much affliction must take place on earth because of the rebelliousness of the human heart. But God, in his infinite mercy and goodness, will bless the prayers of his saints, past, present, and future and establish his kingdom on earth. Be at peace with complete abandonment to the God who loves you and listens to the cry of the poor. Persevere in your own crucifixion for the glory of God and the establishment of his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Go in peace to be my light in the world. I thought the Lord wanted to even confirm something here because in the rosary we just prayed, Kathy focused on the poor in spirit and she read a message from our path about the poor in spirit. And our Lord again stresses the poor in spirit. Those who have died to themselves, he says, so that I can live in them and through them. Our Lord is telling us that we are his saints on earth. The path is the path of God to make us saints. This is not the first time that the Lord says that he is raising up his saints of the end times. I feel these are the souls that St. Louis de Mumford spoke about. In our path, on page 275, there are some words from Pope Benedict XVI that spoke about this same scripture passage of Revelations chapter 8. Verse 3 through 5, Pope Benedict said, 
we see in this image that God is not indifferent to our prayers. He intervenes and makes his power felt and his voice heard on the earth. He makes the systems of evil tremble and disrupts them. This is very powerful, what Pope Benedict said, because that's exactly what our Lord is telling us. The Lord is telling us that our prayers are an incense that reaches the heart of God the Father. And that those prayers have a great effect on earth against the forces of evil. But from the beginning, that is exactly what the Lord has been telling us. That the path is to prepare us as his saints to be united with his saints in heaven as the force of God that conquers Satan and all the forces of darkness. To give you an example, how the Lord has been speaking to us from 2008, he described this incense that reaches God as a holy fragrance. For example, on November 24th of 2008, the Lord said this, the prayers of the mothers of the cross are heard by my Father in heaven. They are a sweet fragrance that reach heaven. These mothers are my Father's white lilies. They have been purified in my blood. Believe, my daughter, believe. Years later, the Lord speaks to us that we are part of that 144,000 in chapter 7 and 14 of the book of Revelations, the souls that are washed clean by the blood of the Lamb. On August 23rd of 2010, I took a few sentences from our path. The Lord spoke about prayer. And he taught us this. Your most, but your most perfect prayer is your pure suffering united to me and my mother. The prayer of pure suffering is the sweetest fragrance that reaches and delights the heart of our Father. This is also the prayer that produces an abundance of fruit. In 2012, this message is in our path, number 39, on page 139. The Lord explained this to us. The martyrdom of the heart is the martyrdom of suffering with love 
and for love. My daughter, if you could only understand the fruit of the martyrdom of suffering, you would desire nothing else on earth. The hidden life of suffering with love and for love is of far greater worth than any great and small works tainted with human recognition. Believe in the hidden force contained in the martyrdom of the heart. This is the purest fragrance of love that has the power to conquer the enemies of God. I feel tonight, right now in my heart, that there is one sentence we need to pray to the Holy Spirit for. What I want our community to focus tonight is this one sentence from number 39. When our Lord says to us, if you could only understand the fruit so Maria, of the martyrdom of suffering, you would desire nothing else. I think it's on your side, Maria, because everybody, I, you know, Those are powerful everybody else words. can hear <laughs> We need to pray for the gift of the Holy Spirit to possess us with this desire, which is the desire of Jesus Christ. He knew the power of his suffering on the cross, and he desired nothing else except the cross. When our desires are crucified, we enter and live that sentence. We desire only suffering. We desire only the cross because we know in Christ crucified the power that it has for souls. Let us pray for that grace. That is the grace of the saints. And we need to help those in our community that are being blessed with long suffering. We need to walk with them. We need to encourage them to continue suffering as long as God permits it and wills it. This Wednesday, I was with Monica as she continues to struggle with cancer. And that's what I was doing with Monica, encouraging her to persevere in her long suffering. This week, I was speaking with Sandra Calderon, and that was our conversation her and Samuel to persevere in the long suffering 
that God is permitting in their lives. The long suffering of Katerin. The long suffering of Jack and Amy. And I can go on and on with so many members of our community. Luz Amalia now. The suffering of watching her mother with cancer in the tongue. We need to be united, especially helping those in our community with long suffering, believing in the power of our prayers, Jose and Maku in Spain, Janet in her long suffering in Switzerland, taking care of her husband, on and on in our community. Ponder these words, pray for this grace, to desire only the cross, Amen.